Welcome to the Genuinely You podcast channel, which is packed with advice and tips on how to live your life with purpose. Do you wish you felt happy and fulfilled? Are you feeling stuck, wishing things could be better? Are you ready to take some action and create the life you want? To start living an empowered life, you need to recognize and make full use of the power and freedom that comes from being genuinely you. Your host is Gina Gardner, a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about supporting people to achieve personal empowerment, helping people just like you recognize that they can. Hello there, it's Gina Gardner and I'm your host on Passionate World Radio today. I'm joined as usual by Rachel Davidson. A little about both of us. Um, I, Gina Gardner, am the author of Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. And Rachel is the author of The Point of Me. Both books are international bestsellers and we're very pleased to be joining you today. Our theme today is the challenge of saying sorry. It's a small word and yet it's an enormous word with huge power to actually make reparation mm. or to wound. Yes. Because how you say it and when you say it makes all the difference. Yes. I'm really sorry. Yes. As opposed to sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and there are people who find it very difficult to say, mm. to accept that they've actually done something wrong and take responsibility for that yeah. but there are also people who find it very difficult to receive yes and that yeah. you in accepting the sorry that they feel that that in some way makes light of the the situation that they are upset or hurt or cross about yes and so for the next um 25 30 minutes or so we're going to explore the whole theme of the word sorry mm. Those of you that have listened to um, our conversations before will be very familiar with the uh, a number of principles, and one of those principles is that the only person who is responsible for us, mm -hmm. our words, our deeds, or lack of them, how we operate in any given situation, is us. Yeah. And actually recognising that there are times when we've done something mm. which hurts another person either deliberately or inadvertently and taking responsibility for that yeah. I think is the first stage to the word sorry yeah it has to be heartfelt if it's going to mean anything yes. rather than an empty gesture yes. and I think so many times in our society right from tiny we're told to say sorry and sorry lets us off the hook mm-hmm we say the word when we're children, you know, yeah. tell your brother you're sorry for, for yeah. bruising him. Not actually sorry in the moment, no. <laughs> but you know that if you say you're sorry, your parents will get off your back yeah. or your teacher will get off your back. Yes. And so we're almost taught to create an empty version of the word sorry. Yes. For me, recognizing that we've done something which even though the motive may have been good mm. has actually had a, a negative impact on the receiver mm. and taking responsibility for that mm. I think is really important mm. and I think you know recognizing that our body language says more than our words very often yeah and, and the tone as well is so compelling in terms of the true meaning 
Yes, and the timing of when you say sorry, I think, makes a lot of difference. Mm. And recognising that in order to be sorry, Mm. you have to take responsibility. Sorry, for me, is such a massively powerful word. And Elton John got it right when he did that song, Sorry Seems to Be the Hardest Word. And I existed in a, in a marriage with a person who could not say sorry. Just for the simplest things, for obvious mistakes, just could not say it. And it, it, it is such a corrosive, it can be such a corrosive word in its absence yes. within a relationship. Because in not being able to say sorry for things, um, inadvertently and on purpose things, um, he made me feel totally invisible. I'd like to just take us back to the the only person who's responsible for us yeah. is us. Yeah. And that actually, you know, whilst I absolutely accept that being in that sort of a toxic environment mm. erodes one's self-confidence, mm. I think recognising that it says much more about him than it does about you. Which but is, in that moment, it's very def- difficult to feel yes. that you actually have control over how you feel. Yes, because when, when you're in that moment with another person and you want them to say sorry for whatever act or... Uh, lack of it. Or lack of it, yes. Um, it, all you're really asking, I believe, um, is just, just to be acknowledged, just to be seen, just, just to be heard. And isn't it interesting that you use the word just to be because Because, actually it's monumental yes but it is a very simple act in the sense that it doesn't it doesn't have to be a big grand gesture no it it can just be a simple word and mean and meant in the moment sorry that can just take away any you know upset or hurt or or concern about where what is this relationship going just that simple act of 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 another human being turning around and acknowledging something went wrong. And that's where its power is, yes. in that the, the, the one recognises that you have had a direct impact on somebody else. Yes. And that you're not the centre of the universe, that you actually have some empathy yes. with that person and how they're feeling. Yes. And it may be that you your mo- one's motive is not to hurt, to wound. Very often it is, but but mm. also it's not. Yeah, yeah. But that in for whatever reason that that has actually had a, an impact on that other person. Yes. Even if what you believe what you say, you can be sorry that that you found that difficult. Yes, and another belief I have is that people who find it hard to say sorry in a heartfelt, acknowledging way, um, are are cutting themselves off from the true joy of life <laughs> and being a bit extreme. But but I, I, I believe that as a person, if I am able to, in the moment of acknowledging that I have hurt somebody's feelings, if I'm able to say sorry, then I believe it makes me a better person. Not in any kind of egotistical, oh, I'm better than you kind of way, but, but as in I'm doing the necessary work on myself to be aware of myself and to be aware of my impact on others. And I think that there's a couple of really, really big lessons in there. Mm. One is awareness. Yeah. And I think so many people are oblivious to how their words or lack of them or their actions or lack of them land on other people. Yes. Now, what you say isn't necessarily what people hear. No. 
um, what you intend isn't necessarily the outcome. Yes. And so being aware that there is the potential for your words or your actions to have a very different impact than the one you intend yeah. requires an enormous amount of self-awareness. Uh, yes, and, and I, I think that most people don't come to the word sorry in a heartfelt way because they don't want to acknowledge the fear they have around uh, oh, I did something wrong, and so they have fear, you know, uh, feelings rather of shame and anxiety around it, and they'd rather deny and de defend their position than than actually do that. But then of, you've got to accept. Then yeah. you've got to be big enough to accept that you are not perfect. Yes. And I think the interesting thing for me is that that comes when people's sense of self-worth is really, really poor. Yes. And that if I acknowledge that um, I've done this, yes. that diminishes me even further. Yes. You know, I, I, by owning up to the fact that I'm not perfect, yes. um, it's almost too painful yes. to take on board that in doing by doing that, my self-worth, which is pretty poor already... Yeah actually becomes diminished when in my opinion the reality is true yeah uh, the the reality is the opposite it's the bigger person yeah. who can actually recognize that whether it's been done deliberately or not um that actually there the impact has been one of yeah. hurting somebody else yeah. and that far from being diminished by saying sorry in a heartfelt way what it does is it adds capital to your sense of who you are and your sense of being somebody who is yeah. um, has the capacity to recognise that you're not perfect. See, I'm smiling as you say that because that, that brings back a memory of, of what he would say to me when I would sort of, you know, try to push for an apology. And he would turn around and say things like, oh, well, we can't all be perfect like you. Yeah. yeah. So, or, you know, describing a, a, a self-esteem of himself that he needed to be perfect and to acknowledge that he wasn't and he he would quite often use this phrase of well we can't all be perfect no. and it was very telling it says it all doesn't it yes it really did yes. yeah so the other learning point that i'd like to draw from it is that one is that actually it takes the the stronger bigger more aware person to actually acknowledge fault and to say i am sorry and the other is that Sorry is only really sorry mm. if you learn from the experience. Yes, you if can't you keep repeating. if you use the word but actually continue with the action, then you're not sorry at all. Yeah, um, it, that's a construct that you've learned to get you off the hook. Yes, and many people use the word to say, "Well, actually, I don't care," but this is going to be an easier way out yeah. than actually acknowledging yeah. to myself that I'm at fault. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I want you to shut up now and stop, and stop nagging me, me so, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think that that's learnt, very strongly learnt in childhood. Yes. That, that we make children um, go through the motions, and I understand why, I'm not criticising yeah, yeah, yeah. that, um, but I think part of what parents and teachers can do can say, you are sorry, how do you think you can put this right? Yes. You know, there's the next stage on. It's not yes. just saying sorry, but okay, yes. what are you going to do that yeah. can make this better? Yeah. And if you can't make it better, um, or even if you can make it better, what are you learning? Mm. What are you going to do moving forward? Mm. Which makes it a much more complex 
process and I understand that parents and teachers are busy that they want to stop whatever's happened and move on yeah and I'm not suggesting it's done every time but I do think that if we don't teach children that being sorry means that you need to learn from it yes um then I think we miss a trick yeah I'm always saying to my children um you know it's not enough just to say sorry you have to be sorry you have to feel it and by by that I mean you know acknowledge and yes. actually you know I'm trying to say to them it's okay to make mistakes yes I think okay. that's really important to recognize that life is a learning process and from the day you're born until the day you die you have the potential to learn many yes. choose not to <laughs> yes. um, but to, to learn, you've got to be aware and you've got to be prepared to be vulnerable. Mm. Um, we've spoken lots of times about Brenny Brown and her work on vulnerability. Yeah. And I think the need to, to be seen to be perfect mm. comes from that shame of recognising that yes. we aren't. And yes. rather than feeling shame, I think if we can actually acknowledge that this is we are learning from this situation mm. moving forward mm. then not only do we actually grow but i think the person on the receiving end mm. actually has a better way of of handling it in the sense that they can see that this has been the um the the opportunity for something good to come out of it mm. and then having learnt the lesson having been truly heartfeltly solid sorry mm. i think it's time to forgive yourself and mm. move on and you know we were talking before we started the show around how there is a relationship between being sorry yeah. and forgiveness Yes. Now, lots of people will, will think of sorry and forgiveness as like a transaction that goes from one side to the other. Yes. So I say sorry and you forgive me. But but I, I think that forgiveness is on both sides. I agree. Because I think in order to do a heartfelt, um, true acknowledgement of somebody else's feelings and your part in creating that for them, you, you have to forgive yourself first. You have to have a little conversation with yourself that says okay, I didn't really mean to do that. that, that wasn't my intention, but clearly that's the outcome. So I'm going to forgive myself for that mistake that I didn't see coming. I'm going to let go of the shame or, or the defensiveness or the hang on a minute, I need to be right type of feelings. I'm just going to let go of that, forgive myself and say sorry. Yes. I wonder whether the forgiveness comes after you've said sorry and mm. made rep- a reference. Rep- Ration is the word, sorry, I get my teeth in, um, rather than before. And whether that, ra- almost closing the circle and actually doing what you can to put things right first. Yes. And in that act of putting things as right as it's possible to do, then recognising that you've taken the learning, you've done what you can. Yes. Actually holding on to it now. Yes. Doesn't only harm. Yeah. The danger, I think, is if you look at the polarisation, is those people who um, say sorry and think that gives them carte blanche to carry on doing the same thing. And those people who hold on to the fact that they've made a mistake, that they have done something that they feel is wrong, Mm. and they keep um, bashing themselves over the head with it Mm. and don't let it go. And I think somewhere in the middle is probably the the most sensible place to be, that ultimately... Put it right. Do what you can to make sure that you've learnt from that situation, whatever yes. that might be. Yes. 
make the reparation to the other person and then forgive yourself. There have been times in my life when I have done both and I know which one has felt the more authentic and, and more um, sort of deeply sort of soulful and, and therefore, you know, a, a better outcome um, is when I, I have said sorry in order to, because I acknowledge that no, there's no other way out of this situation unless I say sorry. And so I do it and then I forgive myself afterwards mm. versus a situation where I can feel the rise of, you know, defence and, and sort of justification. Mm. And I take a deep breath and I say, I need to let that go. I just need to let that go. That, that that's, that's probably a really good message in there for me. So I just need to breathe out, let it go, listen to that and say sorry. And for me, forgiving myself, and maybe that's because I just, you know, I'm very slightly uptight about control and, and I and I don't like hurting other people's feelings and it can feel very threatening to me to understand that I've done that because generally speaking I'm trying really hard to be nice not to do it so it can feel like a real criticism to me so generally speaking my really successful stories have come with forgiveness for myself first then the word and then working on the continued forgiveness of myself um, so, so for me it has to be both ends bookcases type and I think that each person, they will find the right way. Yeah. The important thing is that you recognise that what you've done has had a negative impact on others. Yes. That you um, make reparation so far as that's possible, yeah. that you learn the lesson and you forgive yourself. Yeah. Which order you do it in, I think the awareness has to come first, but apart from that, then yes. it's important that you do it. And I don't think it actually matters no. um, in the grand scheme of things what matters most is that those things are done. No, because emotions don't tend to be in a linear fashion anyway, no. do they? <laughs> no, they don't. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The other thing I would say is on the receiving end of somebody who's saying sorry, and I think that's yes. just as important, is how you receive yes. somebody saying they're sorry. Yes. And if you're hurting, it's very easy to bat that away and to not really... Um, look and and take in energetically almost whether mm. that person is truly sorry mm. because in the moment of the hurt what you many people want to do is to hurt back yes um, and then all you end up with is a bigger hurt yes. so in the same way that it takes a big person to say I'm sorry yes it also takes somebody who's equally grown and um, aware yes. to be able to say I accept your apology yes and I forgive you. Yes. And remember, forgiving is not about condoning. It's not about forgetting. No. But it is about moving forward. And in doing so, um, you give yourself the freedom to move on. Yes. I mean, in the conversation before the show, um, Rachel was referring to something that she'd heard on the radio herself this morning. Yes. Do you want to explain uh, about the prison um, metaphor? Um, a lovely Irish priest whose name has immediately flown out of my head in the pressure of being on radio, but um, no, it's not coming back, but um, he appears on Radio 2 in the UK um, quite a lot. And he was talking about how forgiveness, as, as the true act of forgiveness, is about letting the person out of a prison and then discovering that that person was actually you. So you may start the process of forgiving, thinking that you're letting the other person out of the prison, but in actual fact, it's you 
you're walking free. And the other person is not irrelevant, obviously, but but it you know it is an act of that you are giving to yourself. And those of you that have listened to show uh, the uh, one of the other shows around forgiveness will recognise that this is a theme that um, I think is incredibly important. That actually forgiveness is about giving yourself the freedom, cutting the chains from the past, and giving yourself the opportunity mm. um, to move forward. Yes. Because even when the, the the crime, if you like, is something incredibly challenging and mm. awful, mm. that by holding on to the hurt, you stay stuck. Mm. Now, I don't want to make the theme of this. Uh, really focus on forgiveness i'd like to go back to the the whole business of saying you're sorry yes being sorry yes um and actually recognizing how powerful that small word mm. can be when it is used and used in a heartfelt way yes that you each of us in our lives are going to step on people's toes yep. we are going to do that for the most part we will do it and be completely oblivious to the fact that we've done it because we're so wrapped up in our own stuff. Yeah. And occasionally when we are hurting, then people will go out of their way to make somebody else hurt in order to feel better. Yes. Um, yes. And actually that being prepared to recognise that and to, to be truly sorry yes. in the moment and say that you are sorry, mm. I think is very important. But also recognising that the other person you're speaking to may not be quite ready to accept your apology. Mm. And because they are hurting and they're mm. not ready to accept your apology in that moment does not mean that your apology is not of value. Mm. Um, sometimes you have to allow that person to get themselves together in order to be ready to accept mm. the apology. And I guess you also have to be prepared to say it a number of times for them to hear it and believe it in that scenario. And some of that will be very dependent upon your track record. Yes. If you yes. keep on finding yourself saying sorry for the same things, um, then I think it's time to really challenge yourself and mm. think, you can't be that sorry if you exactly. keep doing it. Exactly. Um, you've got into the pattern, the habit of saying sorry because you think it lets you off the hook. Yes. And I think there's also something in the in this whole um, the the whole principle of if you're working with another person, whether it's a relationship, perhaps it's a partner, maybe somebody in the family, mm. it could be a work colleague. Where the greatest challenge is, is when people have different core values. Yes. So if you're dealing with one person where perhaps trust and fidelity are absolutely central to their, mm. their very being, mm. and you in some way compromise that, yes. you're going to have to work very, very hard mm. to recreate a sense of trust with that person. Yeah, because in your head, that, that might not be a crime at all. It no. might just be what you know, what you do. And and you may you may come across scenarios if you're living your life, scenarios where you think, I really don't understand why they're upset. Or so upset. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think part of that is understanding which of the core values have you have you in some way um trumped across. Yeah. And 
understanding your own core values and why other people get to you, yes. hurt you, irritate you, make you angry, frustrated, yeah. I think is a really good start. Yes. And so many people go through life and haven't got a clue about what their core values are. What mm. are the things that they really, really hold dear? Mm. You know, where's the line that if people cross that line, mm. you know they've gone too far? Mm. And most people, in my experience, particularly working with clients, that's almost by happenstance rather than by design, which makes it much more difficult to manage. So going back to how we started this conversation, the only person who's responsible for you, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your intellectual well-being, everything actually is down to you. Unless Mm. you're very tiny, Mm. um, you know, a small child, Mm. ultimately your everything is your responsibility. Which sort of makes me think about another aspect of the word sorry, and that is having the capacity to say sorry to yourself. Yes, I think that's very true. Mm. Are you actually giving yourself the very best chance in life? Mm. I was watching the uh, breakfast TV this morning, and uh, Jamie Oliver was talking about the work he's doing on diet and exercise, really working hard to help people find a way individually and also working with the big um, food producers and government and so on to help us find a way out of this um, huge escalation of obesity Mm. and ultimately yes we can be helped by people outside Mm -hmm. um, and you know the recipes for various things and advertising around uh, junk food are all an important element yeah. But in the last analysis, what we put into our mouths mm. is our responsibility. Yes. And it's no good saying sorry to yourself when you've got type 2 diabetes <laughs> or you know, you're having a heart attack and saying, God, I wish I didn't eat so many donuts yeah, and yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important that we recognise that sorry is an aspect of responsibility. Yes. Um, and... How sorry are you? Are you sorry enough to take some action? Because mm. sorry in itself does something, but it doesn't actually change anything. Yes. Where the sorry becomes something really valuable mm. is where we take from that, mm. I'm going to do something different in future. And whether that's actually in terms of how we operate with the person that we've externally that we've said we're sorry to, mm. or to ourselves... Yeah. Ultimately, what have you learned? What are you going to do differently? Yes. Is what makes all the difference. Because the other word that comes to mind when we, when I'm thinking about the word sorry, is compassion. Yes. Because it is an act of compassion to to utter sorry in a really heartfelt way, it, and it's compassion for both of the parties involved. I think you're right, and I think it's. The saying the word is almost the tip of the iceberg. Yes. It's the what goes underneath it. And, you know, like an iceberg, the tip, what do they say? Something like two-thirds of the iceberg is below uh, the water. I think that it's all of the thinking and the beliefs and the way in which we operate Mm. below the surface, Mm. which is where the real work goes on. Yes. The sorry is just the outward indicator, if you like. Yes, yes. Um, So, you know, within all of this, being prepared to accept one's frailties, that we are 
on this earth to learn. Yes. And so asking yourself the question, if this is a new learning, mm. great, learn it. Mm. If this is a repetitive message that keeps coming time and time again, mm. recognise that the only person who's actually going to be able to do something about it is mm. you. Mm. Now, if it's always you on the receiving end of somebody hurting you, yes. then I would say, you know, the sorry to yourself is that you're putting up with it. Yes. And it's time to <laughs> yes. say, do you know what? I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where people can abuse me. Yeah. People can make me feel small. Yes. I've allowed that for too long. Yes. No more. Yes. So sorry is a very simple word, but a very complex yeah. theme, isn't yes. it? Um, and looking at this, and I would say to um, our listeners, you know, have a think about how you operate in the world. Yeah. How easy do you find it to say sorry when you've made a mistake? Yeah. Um, or even if you haven't made a mistake, as you see it, but yeah. you know that the other person believes that you have. Yes. And being able to say, I'm sorry that that's the way you feel. It mm. was not my intention to make you feel mm. uncomfortable. But actually exploring how much you mean it. Yes. Um, and if you don't mean sorry, yeah. then there has to be another way of dealing with it rather than saying sorry yes. just as a construct to get people off your back. Because as a word, it's a really good indicator, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It just is. And, you know, if you are someone who consistently has a, um, a wish that you could lose weight be fitter that you were stronger in a relationship that you hate what you're doing mm. and you are consistently sorry that that's what's going on in your life yeah then it's time to do something about it yes. rather than spend your whole life being sorry that your life is in a particular way yeah i do think it's important to perhaps just add you know you if you've listened to these shows before you'll also be aware of the principle you know, change those things which you have power yeah. to change. But there are some things that you can't change. You know, you might yeah. be sorry that that you have poor health and it's not something that's within your remit to do something about it. No. In which case, then you have to shift the way in which you respond to something. Yes. But I think being honest with oneself about what is within your control, yes. and often there is more that you can do yeah. than you think there is. Yes. And, you know, moving forward, if you are, if you've done something uh, to upset, upset somebody else or yourself, mm. make sure your sorry is really heartfelt. Mm. Make sure that you mean it mm. and in meaning it, recognise that you're going to do something differently. Mm. Now, you'll find lots and lots of, of free resources on my website, www.genuinely-new.com. You'll also um, be able to pick up a free digital copy of my latest book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. Please let us know if there are themes that you'd like us to cover. We would love to cover the things you'd like us to cover rather than the things that we think mm -hmm. up. Um, and email me through the website. So have a great day. This is Gina Gardner, your host on Passionate World Radio, and look forward to uh, meeting with you next time. Take care now. Bye. Welcome to the Genuinely You podcast channel, which is packed with advice and tips on how to live your life with purpose. Do you wish you felt happy and fulfilled? Are you feeling stuck, wishing things could be better? Are you ready to take some action and create the life you want? 
To start living an empowered life, you need to recognize and make full use of the power and freedom that comes from being genuinely you. Your host is Gina Gardner, a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about supporting people to achieve personal empowerment, helping people just like you recognize that they can 